Baylor. Miller the one. What's up? Um, my name is Shan. That is Dungeon. Okay, this is the Real Relationship Report podcast. And up? This is our first April show. Um, Welcome to April. Listen, you can find us on Twitter at the Real RR Show. Okay. And you can find Dungeon on IG at OG underscore Dungeon. You can find me at Shambi Podden um, because I be podding a lot. Um, tonight's topic, <laughs> I'm not upset. Um, I'm not mad at anyone. It's not about men and it's not about women. It's about all of y'all. Um, and I just really want to talk about um, learning different shit just to be better people. Because I feel like when it comes to all the topics and shit people be talking about or just overhearing what's like the main topic or the title of different rooms, it's a whole bunch of people refusing to see that maybe the way that they were brought up or what they were taught was fucked up. Yeah, right. (laughs) And they act as they act like they don't have the power to do it different. Or um, as we grow up, we learn shit and we use appropriate judgment as a child. And then you use appropriate judgment as a teenager. And then you use whatever the fuck you want to do in your 20s. And then by your mid-30s, I just feel like your common sense or your ass got beat enough for doing dumb shit that you just do shit correctly. Now. Some people wait until like their late 30s to come correct in life. Some people wait till their mid 40s to come correct in life. I just want to talk about family wise, romantic wise, parenting wise, what people need to unlearn, what they're working on, uh, learning that's different. And Maybe the way that we were taught to do shit is not the right way. And what are we keeping that we learn? So that's what today's show gonna be. Mm. Okay. I'm not I'm not pointing fingers at nobody. I'm not saying, you know, it's the men's fault, and I'm not saying it's the women's fault. I'm saying we all got some bullshit that we dragging out that if the goal is to have peace or the goal is to be satisfied in the morning and at the end of the day are we arguing with people that we don't want to do shit with or are we arguing with people that we want to grow with okay okay that's just where I'm taking the vehicle in this topic tonight you ready don't you well let's ride okay Your motherfucking seatbelt flying, you know what I'm saying? I already have some crown. We in good hands like all state. I'm just joking. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. When I tell you guys, I've been dragging this week. Not dragging in life, but I've been dragging doing white people work. Oh, yeah. And when, I, when I say white people work, meaning all the bullshit I don't want to do to pay my bills, and it's been so hard for me every day. When you t- up 10 minutes before they got a clock in. Mm-hmm. 
that that's been me all week like I'm sick of them um oh. to the point where I don't even want them to thank me after I help them I just hang up <laughs> um but okay so let's let's talk about this because it's a lot of unlearning and uh conversation that I want to have Baylor uh-huh. I appreciate you for coming through um Miller the one I appreciate you for coming through don't be a stranger to sharing your opinion come through and share your opinion I welcome it okay so the first thing this is the real relationship rapport so we talk about relationship shit but that doesn't just mean romantic relationship shit overall every every human we interact with that's a that's a relationship you have some sort of relationship, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Relation-wise, I'll ask you first, Dungeon. What what did you learn in your younger days that you had to unlearn as an adult? Uh, simply uh, the right way to communicate. Uh, this is probably the most for, for most people. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're communicating in a, in a relationship, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people think. <clears throat> I'll just argue, we'll just yell over each other, we'll, uh, you know, state our our points, we'll pick, throw jabs at each other. Even some of y'all get super disrespectful mm. and think that that's okay. Right. And we'll remain in a relationship. But then as you get older, you realize, I need to be emotionally honest. I actually have to validate my partner's feelings. I actually do need to listen to what they're saying and, you know, try and see if I can see it from there point of view and you know all that kind of stuff when you really start to learn more about females from the male perspective because you know when you're younger you're just like yo it's all about me and at the end of the day I'll get rid of your ass but when you get older you're like all right uh it's not that simple and it's a bunch of terrible people out here and I really think I like or love this person so I need to try and figure out how to work with them you know what I mean and on top of going with that, just so I communicate, you have to also learn that, oh, excuse me, you shouldn't be trying to um, change people from the jump. Like, if you meet somebody that you feel you need to change, yeah. then that's also not somebody you should probably be dating or taking seriously. Like, and, Amen. you know, that, that that's a whole other rabbit hole <laughs> that we can go down with that part. But the main point is, is I just put those two together. Those are two main things I really learned, especially the communication aspect. When I got, as I got older, it's like, yo, like it's it's a struggle to understand these women out here. But it's not really much of a struggle if you really are listening, because for the most part, with guys like me, where who come and establish how their lives together and are the full package, we feel like we really ain't got to hear much of what you got to say if you're not saying what we want to hear. You know what I mean? So uh, when when you discover that that's not how this works and that you're going to date women who also had their shit together, so yeah. uh, set your ass up and listen, my boy. You know, it, like, it works the same way on the other side. So once you kind of figure that out, it'll make your life a lot easier, especially when you learn how to communicate with someone who's on your level and not just push their feelings to the side and be like, man, fuck out of here. I ain't trying to hear all that. You know what I mean? I agree. I'm with the shits. What's up, Copper the Goddess? Uh, we'll play the messages in just a second. Okay, so for me, what did I unlearn? I had to unlearn. Um, okay, so my dad was a 
I said what the fuck I said. Uh-huh. Fuck, fuck your mom. Um, not my mom, but fuck your like to my mother to my grandmother. Fuck your mom. Um, and I, it's the end of the conversation. I'm gonna put my gun on my desk. Okay. Jesus. And then, <laughs> listen, and then my mom was uh very something happened to her that she don't like. She don't she doesn't voice her concerns. She gets quiet and she she hides it and she keeps her stress in her body. Uh-huh. Which which makes her sick. And when she gets to a point where she feels like she wants to communicate with you, it's never verbally. It's on a on a piece of paper with pencil. Mm. Which is why my writing is like, you know, that's like my favorite thing to do is write. Yeah. So I'm a mixture of both of those. I'm mm. a, I'm a say what the fuck I want to say to you when I want to say it. Um, I'm going to say it how I feel it. And, um, I can, I can put it in words where I don't even have to use your name and I'll hurt feelings, right? Dang. But at the same time, I had to unlearn that how, how you want to deliver your feelings and your thoughts to somebody, you can Uh waste your time. You can waste your time because that's not how they receive information. Exactly. Um, so I, I learned that sometimes how I want to express express things to people can be wasted energy. Um, I've also became comfortable in not having people around for my peace. And I don't hold I don't hold stress in of of other people's shit. In my body, like <laughs> you don't pay, you don't pay me rent to stress me out in my body. So if you don't stress me out in any way, I'm gonna get rid of you. Now I'm not an assassin. I'm not an assassin, but I'm gonna get rid of you. Where <laughs> I limit, I limit how you can come in my life. I limit how you can give me information. Yeah. Um, I I always tell people that my phone is a members only phone. The only way your call will get through to me is if you're saved in my phone. If your call, if your phone number is not saved, you're going straight to voicemail. If you don't leave a voicemail, I'm going to take it as you had the wrong number. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that is the way I keep my life peaceful. I don't know anybody's business. I haven't seen a lot of my family members um, in years. I don't feel any type of way. I deleted my Facebook two years ago. Um, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to nobody's funeral. My mom would be the last person's funeral I will be going to. Um, And she doesn't want a funeral. She wants to be cremated. So I'm good money. Right? Uh Um, the The people that bring me joy, I have. I don't have anybody in my life making me miserable. I don't sit on the phone and talk shit about how somebody else's life is messed up or what problems they going through. I don't know no gossip, so my phone is dry and I'm not offended by it. A lot of people be like, but you have to go out. You have to talk to people. You have to be... No, you don't! Certainly do not. That's a that's an illusion of how you socialize. 
maybe how you socialize is gravitating towards complete strangers that are on some peaceful shit similar to you but slightly different maybe the way that you socialize is through your art maybe the way that you socialize is hey I happen to be into this I see you doing that tell me about that teach me some shit that could be it for you who told you that you had to put yourself in the aura of other people who are not level headed Mm-hmm. so I had to unlearn um, the way my mom was when it came to quote unquote family where she felt like yeah you know they did this to me that was messed up but I forgive them yeah they have some ways about them that I don't like but they cooking dinner though yeah it's Sunday I know I don't fuck with them but everybody coming over here after dinner so we gotta go I don't gotta do shit <laughs> okay and so I'm glad I got to a point where I had to unlearn ha- the feeling of having to be in people's faces that I really don't like that I really don't like your personality I don't give a fuck who fucked who and made you I'm not coming to your house I don't want you around my children and I think a lot of us um maybe because of TV or movies or shows have this illusion of <laughs> Because that's your uncle or because that's your aunt or because that's your grandma, you have to do what they want you to do in life. Or you have to pay for your younger sister's college education because your parents told you to, but they live in another country. No, the fuck you don't, especially when they're ungrateful. Yeah. Preach. Preach to the choir. And so this whole um, tradition shit um, and living your life in peace so you can have a life is like a thin line that people walk now and I'm glad that I'm a part of a generation that's saying no Uh I don't have to live and be miserable and stressed out in order to paint a picture for other people Uh about me I can live life peacefully and honestly and I don't have to do what my mom did and I don't have to do what my dad did and you know I was I was I was venting slash not working slash not giving a fuck in my head on Twitter today. And I'm just like, I had to come to the realization that a lot of our parents force miserable relationships to be between each other because they were scared of being independent. Yeah. It had nothing to do with, oh, we fucked. I made you pregnant. And now we have to be a family because... That's the principalities. No, Not, it ain't that's, nothing to do that. It's, that's the new shit now that people are trying to make excuses with. <laughs> that is not real. Like, that's not a real thing. <laughs> your mom was so scared of being independent and her family shunning her for wanting to raise you on her own that she acted like the person she created her child with was good enough to raise her child with. And she probably sat there and was stressed and miserable and tormented and made herself sick. And anytime this man walked past her, she felt the way. And your father was probably at a point where he wanted to be a great dad and he wanted to be a great father. And your mother was so fucked up and vindictive that he had to choose between his sanity, being in the house with your mom and you, 
or not be in the house with your mom and you and not knowing how to create his own household and not knowing how to take care of himself and work and um, have a vehicle to get to and from work and be able to um, maintain a household with a child in it, but no woman in it. So he just chose, oh, I think my kid is better off with their mom because I can't deal with her and I don't know how to be here with her and my kids. So I'm going to just let my kid be with the better parent. Yeah. The, re- the reality is there is no fucking better parent. The reality is your child is not better off with their mom versus the dad and your child is not better off with the dad versus the mom. The reality is we all should be able to maintain our own household if need be. Uh work and pay bills and take care of our kids separately the Mm -hmm. only reason why we should come together and do that shit is if we can come together and do that shit when I tell y'all if I had a dollar for all the people who thought they was about to fake their way into something real as far as a relationship with the person they have a child with, I will be so rich. I will be so rich. Okay, because make it make sense. Yeah. So, for me, I'm just like, you know what? A lot of fathers back in the day had principles and morals, and they cared about their name. So it's kind of like, you know, back in the day it was like, you know, who was that? Who was at the bar last night talking shit about, um, you know, Brother Brown or, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, oh, I, I, you know, I don't want nobody talking bad about on my name or don't bring my name up in some shit because it was like some type of pride in who you were. So you mm-hmm. wasn't about to let nobody be able to say, oh he don't take care of his kid or he don't do right by his woman or he don't, you know, uh, take care of himself or he work anywhere. He's a bum. He was going to work wherever he had to work. So nobody can say he doesn't work. He was going to take care of his child as best as he could. And he was going to have a woman that he can be like, no, I make sure my woman's good. It ain't nothing wrong with my dick out here. Right? Mm -hmm. Now it's kind of like, the males today, they don't give a fuck about who got their name and what. They don't give a fuck about who throws dirt on their name. They don't care if they got seven kids and they don't take care of them. They still going out and they going to chop it up with the, the friends that they got that do take care of their family. You know why? Because somebody still going to get in some pussy no matter how bad of a person they are. And that's why I say it's not a, <laughs> it's not just a man's issue and it's not just a woman's issue. Women and men has have lost their self-value and would rather have a body by instead of not having anybody. Yeah, morals is out the door. We we kind of established that too. Like morals are gone nowadays. You know what I mean? It's like that's why everybody does whatever the fuck they want. And can't nobody establish boundaries as to what what's right or what's wrong or even having standards for anything because most of y'all don't give a fuck about nothing. It's just like yo. I do what I want when I want because I no longer have morals or standards. So right. it just is what it is nowadays. Which is unfortunate because 
what worked for your mom or your sister or your friend as a mother may not work for you as a parent. So just because they rah, rah, rah in their husband's face or in their, their child's father's face doesn't mean, oh, that's how you get results? Okay, let me do that too. No man that's worth the respect and deserve the respect is going to respect a woman that yells in his face like he's an animal. Because <laughs> that was not a thing. That was not a thing back that was back in the day. That's some new shit that's on that are now. That was not a thing back in the day. Like, and it wasn't about women being submissive. It was just like that out of respect, you know, you you wouldn't talk to your man in such a manner. You know right. what I mean? It was like you never saw you ain't seen no other couples doing that. But now girls nowadays is you know, it's like I don't give a fuck. Now, don't get it twisted. Some of these niggas are giving you very good reason to be in their ass. So, yes. but that's another round. We ain't not going there. I'm just saying, like, I do but, understand why some of them do it. <laughs> that's a part of it, though, Dungeon, because even if, I, even if I feel like I have a legit reason to be mad at a man, uh-huh. as a woman, if I was, if I want that man to give me better results or I want a future with this man, I'm not going to come out in public and disrespect him or disrespect myself, embarrass myself, and then next week walk hand in hand and want people's respect because uh-huh. they're gonna look at they're gonna look at us like some clowns. Uh-huh. So 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 today when women are sending thesis long text messages to a man <laughs> they haven't even asked themselves. Does he really give a fuck or did he just want to fuck? There you go. Like, like, have you asked yourself, was he just trying to fuck and you felt like you could corner him into a relationship? Or did he tell you he wanted a relationship with you and through actions showed you he wanted a relationship with you? Which one is it? And that is the accountability that women don't do today. Uh, well, you know, we together, so I don't feel like I should have to ask you to cover my bills. I shouldn't have to ask you to do for me. That should be something. Who the fuck are you? Uh-huh. Facts. Because the way that you carry yourself before that man walked up to you will tell that man how he needs to treat you. So if you carried yourself in a way with him where a man feels like he can walk up to you empty-handed be in a relationship with you empty-handed no goals no uh future plans need to be made because this is not the type of bitch that requires that then that says something about you mm-hmm. or... you gave him a level of nah she don't she don't need that that's that's not the type of bitch i got right here or, or if you're the the female that's out here saying, "I want a good man. I want a man that's established, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 all that good stuff." But we keep watching you date bum ass niggas. It's the exact same thing. Don't think we don't see what you're doing. People see you just because you post. Just like I said in the chat the other day, women who post the thing about, "Oh, out here spoiling my man, doing this, that, and the third for him," we're like. Don't use the excuse that you're spoiling your man. Your man is a bum. 
You're supporting your <laughs> man. There's a difference. It is not spoiling when you are paying for everything because your man is worthless. That is supporting his, him and not supporting him in a way where you would if he was already successful in making his own money and you're encouraging him to go further. No, no, no. You're supporting him in a way where um, he's like child support but the adult version. Uh, I need you to pay for everything for me because I can't get it myself nor do I want to, because there's nobody here to supply that. To support... Don't say, we don't see these niggas Listen. that you were dating. We know that you're dating worthless men, but you say one thing in, in other other areas. Oh, yeah. When I'm on social media, I talk about how I'm looking for a qualified, high-quality man, got his life together. But every time we see you dating somebody, you're coming out the homeless shelter. Oh, to support this theory of yours. Yeah. There was a Twitter feed that made it to Instagram where this man went through video footage on his phone, text by text by text, of telling random women, um, I need $1,400 or I need $400. And it was like, how, how you want it, Zelle? Uh, PayPal? How, how you want it? Nothing, not a relationship or nothing. So all these women randomly in his phone that he went through just asking for money and they never questioned him about what he needed the money for or nothing. And they would just be ready to send. And that shit is why women and men have to be loud and verbal to the people they want this from. Hey, Nice to meet you. My name is X, Y, and Z. You look beautiful or you're very attractive. Are you single? Are you married? I'm looking to have a great time tonight. I would love for you and I to have a great night tonight. Wink, wink. Are you with the shits? Because a lot of these people only want to fuck. But I think women like to chill in the in-between of he didn't say he just wanted to fuck. We Uh get to do we get to do relationship type shit. I didn't ask him if he just wanted to fuck or he was looking for a relationship but I feel if I fuck him enough I feel if I buy him clothes enough I feel (laughs) if I I wine and dine him enough. I feel if I invite him to my place and, and just buy him random shit enough eventually he'll consider us in a relationship. (laughs) <laughs> and that's that's where dogs win that's where the fleas come in on this shit because they bragging about the fact that that, that ain't my bitch she just the bitch that get me shit you see, you see this is why people need me around to give labels to things now I don't already <laughs> gave y'all poverty line niggas y'all need to start <laughs> You have to start calling people what it is. So uh, I, I will ask the room and I will ask you, Sharon, because we all know the name is. What What do you call it when somebody is on the street begging for money? What is the name of that? You are homeless. You are in need. No, there's a name for it. Specifically when you're begging for money on the street. What is the title of that? What do they call it? I don't know what they call it. Up here they call it, they call it panhandling. Okay, panhandling. Yeah, perfect. So guess what? When you do that shit online, you're panhandling. 
That's a, you are a worthless, helpless nigga. Like you couldn't, he couldn't have been my boy. Now, don't get it twisted. It's disgusting that the women were so quick to be like, "How, how, how can I send it to you?" Like I don't know what yeah. type of demon dick this nigga was throwing on him. But a man yeah. that prides himself in showing how pathetic he is that all he does is ask people for money and they're willing to give it to him. That doesn't make you look like a man to other men, especially the other men who are out here really working for money. You look like a worthless, helpless nigga that is out here panhandling. So what you are is a panhandling nigga. And we're not going to sit here and support and praise your panhandling. That's what poor people do. That's what homeless do. You can't but be online with five clothes on talking about, oh, I need this money. I need help paying the, my rent, my phone bill, my car note. Well, you ain't going to have no car note. Um, you ain't going to have no rent neither. I need money to buy these no, new Jordans. No, he don't have a car note, but it's going to be <laughs> some other bitch's name, some loopy girl's name. Yeah, exactly. It ain't going to be no car women. note in his. his, his. A, no, it's not going to be in his name, but there's a lot of women that will even get on TikTok and be like, yeah, you know, he left me, but he forgot that the title of his car is in my name and have have the video of the toe of his shit being told to her shit. And my thing is like, you're just being really loud about how you're super dumb and <laughs> a man can bring dick in your life to the point where you'll put a whole fucking car that you couldn't even buy flat out <laughs> in your, your name and give it to him thinking that was going to keep dick and he still cheated on you. And you had the car told from the other bitch's house. Hot damn. Madness. <laughs> Carl was at the other bitch's house when it got told. Mm. Madness. I know we, but we I got, know we got wait, wait, wait. We got four messages. I'm gonna run yeah. through them because I, I just feel like it's a, so much wrong in the ways of people and how they doing shit that I feel like a lot of their fathers will be embarrassed and a lot of their mothers will be like, oh no, not my child, not my baby. All yes, right. ma'am. Let's show you yeah. the proof. Yes. <laughs> when you got it out the mud, yeah. Shame. What's up? <laughs> That's Baylor, okay? BTG for president. Don't forget about it. Uh, episode dropped today with Gigi. Uh, with me, it was more of, you know, with my wife. And prior to that, she was my fiance. And obviously, before that, she was my girl. Um, it was more so of uh, learning the small, smaller things. Uh, obviously, you know, the larger things were, were obvious, you know, because she, you know, told me. But it, w- it was just small, smaller things to, to pick up on and to, to build off of. Uh, it's not just communication with me, you know what I mean? Uh, it's more than just communication. It's, it's reading the room um, and understanding like certain situations so communication is one thing but knowing when the anniversary of her sister's death comes up or uh, certain months where she had it bad back in the day uh whether she you know if she had some family issues and you know knowing that i can't watch certain movies and tv shows around her because they're triggering knowing that hmm. good points good points my bad. Yeah, it was, it was it was more about the triggers and, and and things like that. So to me, like I said, it's more than just communication. Is it's about just learning your uh, partner, spouse, you know, um, and then building off of that. Like, 
the, the arguments as you get older should be different. You know, we all had been in relationships where we've had petty arguments and trust issues and things like that. After so long, like the argument should be different. Y'all niggas should be, I mean, don't get me wrong. You shouldn't be arguing about stupid stuff, stupid shit, but <laughs> the argument should be dumb at this point to where you can get over yeah. it quickly. You know, I, you everybody knows the cliche, never go to bed mad and upset and things like that. And honestly, that's that's true. But it's, you know, in reality, shit happens. But you need to get over it, though. True. I feel like the argument should be so stupid that it's on a who's better, instinct or Backstreet Boys level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something petty and childish where y'all can just have y'all challenges that are fun throughout every day where y'all just like challenging each other but in a fun manner, but not in no, you know, where women, I've done this, where women wake up next to a man and just be staring at him and just being like, I could just, I could just put this pillow over your face right now. I don't want you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I'm you don't want to feel that in your relationship. The issue with today's people, uh, as far as the dating, shout out to the dating pool department, is that. They can no longer use the excuses of great examples. There's examples around. You just got to be around them. You got to be around those type of people that, that that shows you the proper way to be in a relationship, the proper way to talk to each other, the, 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 the do's and the don'ts. I'm not about to disrespect you in public, but today is all about social media. and all, It's all about 15 minutes of fame. So they don't care about embarrassing themselves and along with the person that they're with. You know what I mean? Because they can go viral. And they, for some reason, that brings them some joy. Not sure what that is, because you're not going to get a paycheck off of it. Or you may, but I also think you got to be at a certain level to get an offer for that. But we're talking about regular pedestrians. Ain't nobody paying to see that shit. I just think this is the lazy generation. They're lazy and so-called smart. Too smart. So that's what it is. I definitely, I definitely challenge the smart part, because I see the shit they be doing out here. Like I <laughs> generally challenge the level of intelligence with some of these humans uh nowadays, but I, I agree with what he what he's saying. I, I just wanted to say the other thing that uh I was thinking that people need to unlearn, especially now when it comes to being in a relationship or being an adult. Mm. Uh, you have to unlearn the incorrect financial uh beliefs or issues that you had growing up because the generation that raised you did really not understand finance finances that well some said it a little bit enough to help you not put yourself in like you know a fucked up situation but they really didn't understand credit they didn't understand investing they didn't understand none of that and now with all the information we have and some of us choose to learn you have to apply that. Ain't nobody talking about leaving money under the mattress no more. You should not be in our age demographic talking about you scared of banks. I don't care what happened <laughs> to you in the past. I don't care how many overdraws, uh, overdrafts you had and how many scams you ran in an account and they closed that shit. Stop talking about how you don't need banks or need credit. None of you are that rich. None of you have that kind of cash on hand. And <laughs> like, you need to learn to invest. You need to learn how to have credit, how to raise your credit, how to build your credit, how to um, save 
in a way in which ways to save when you can do it through investing because obviously ain't no uh, savings accounts that a bank giving you shit now as far as interest. So, like, you need to learn that stuff now. We, You're too old to still be talking about, I ain't fucking with no bank. All my money's under the mattress. This is how my parents raised me. Like, come on, bro. Or lady. Like, we, we, we're beyond that at this point. And to make your relationship work, one of you can't be financially savvy and the other person's acting like a caveman because yeah. that's his parents or, or their parents raised them. Like, we're, we're too... We're in the information stage where... Yes, I know a lot of y'all be like, oh, the white people get to keep all the shit to themselves. You have access to this information, too. It's whether you mm-hmm. choose to look into it, find out, and how to apply it in your own life. But financially, being financially blind, because that's how we were kind of raised. We were raised with some financial cataracts coming up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But some of my parents did the best they could. My parents didn't do the whole keep your money in the match thing. They, they taught me about banking and you know, yeah. all that, you know, credit. Like my mom understood credit, and she she didn't understand the best way of it, but she understood that it was important to have a certain a credit score at a certain level, at least being like the mid seven hundreds. Like she understood how that affects being able to own a home and cars and stuff mm-hmm. that you can't just buy with cash, or if you're not a drug dealer, that you won't just have cash out to buy. So, you know, I appreciated her and my dad for that because what that did for me was be like, well, let me expand on that. And figure out what percentage of a credit line I'm supposed to use. Why I shouldn't be there. Why you shouldn't use your full credit card. What you do need to learn how to invest in the stock market. And how mm-hmm. to save. And what versions to save. What a Roth IRA is. How do 401ks work. What pension. What's, what's, what's the best retirement plan. What age should I start saving. All this shit. It can't just be money under the mattress. That's good enough for me. That's how my grandpappy did it. My mom and dad. That's how I'm going to do it. I think it's 2022. You over here talking like a caveman. Stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to make your be good financially for your relationship if that's how both of you are thinking. Or even if one of you is thinking because you're going to hinder the other one and it's not going to work out. Yeah. I definitely feel like if my dad was alive, I definitely would have had a few properties in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he passed away, I was 18 in college. You know what I'm saying? But he was that type of man where he owned a business, he had money and property. Whenever he wanted to buy whatever the fuck he wanted to buy, he had the money. Um, And uh, that didn't come from his parents. That came from him moving to a completely different country with $100 and making that shit work and making that shit grow and, and being comfortable not having nobody to crutch on in order to stand up. And I think we are in a society where there are some creative people that really hone in on their ideas and they make it mm-hmm. and they make it work. And then there's another part of society that's looking for somebody who's, um, oh my God, they're so close to making it really big. Let me get close to them. So, you know, I could be a part of it so it could be easier for me. Or let me, uh, you know, look pretty enough that, you know, them being with me will stroke their ego enough for me to stick around and just get a piece and then I'll do something in my life with it. Like, it's that shit that you got to be able to swim through. And yeah. a lot of people have to unlearn that jealousy is not attractive. Like, I think 
we grew up with real cartoons and the cartoons that we saw were like real vivid life, whether it was racism in them cartoons, mm-hmm. um, how how the government works where you get one, I get two. You get uh, two, I get four. You get, you know, like it was basically showing you how the world was going to fuck you. And when yeah. it came to like Pepe Le Pew as a kid, I was like, look at this annoying man. No matter how far this fucking skunk runs, this nigga gonna be on the boat. Be on the boat. And it took me to grow up and realize that this nigga was harassing this bitch. This this nigga was sexually harassing harassing this skunk. And it was shown to children. And so I had to think for it now and the shit that is shown on YouTube for kids is not kid like. The shit that's in the shows for kids is not kid like. They got certain states fighting to teach five year olds sex education and about trans uh, body parts and how it's a child can be trans five years old. Uh-huh. Like, and this is a shit like. All of this is like in our minds where we feel like, oh, big macho men, you know, being jealous and feeling insecure. Ooh, I want one of those. No, bitch, that's a turnoff. Mm-hmm. But in like shows and, and, and cartoons and shit, it was portrayed to us that that's it. It was portrayed to us in um, movie romance that this is how a man is supposed to come into your life. He's supposed to see you in distress see you not have shit, uh, come in there, have all these accolades, be an asshole, and that's how Disney been feeding our kids. Uh-huh. And so, as for me, as a mom of daughters, I do my best to be like, that's not real life. There's nobody that's about to come in your life and fix it. Okay? There's no man, there's no prince, um, ain't nobody about to kiss you and make all your worries go away. It's not as... <laughs> These stupid ass expectations that dads who want to love the fuck out their daughters, which I appreciate, but at a certain level, do not love your daughters to the point where you enable them to do right by themselves, where you tell them here, you know, yeah, I got money. You know, I know you didn't come in here and say good morning to me. I know you're rude. I know you didn't do what your mom told you yesterday, but you know, you're so cute. Here's $50. No, you have a responsibility as her father to be like, hey, I know you about to come in here, but you ain't do what you're supposed to do this week. So I'm not rewarding you, right? A lot of men today spoil their daughters to a fault to where, yeah, she will never find a man that's like her father. She's not supposed to. Just like a man will never find a woman that's going to love him like his mother. He's not supposed to. But at the same time, if you spoil your daughter to a point where men today who want good for her, honestly, genuinely, are not going to do the things you're doing. She will never see a good man as a good man. She's going to look at this man is not a good man because he can't give me what my dad give me. 
this man is not a good man because instead of him giving me what I want, he tries to correct me. And my dad never tried to correct me. Only uh-huh. my mom. But I want a man like my daddy. You're not going to find a man like your daddy. And if you feel like you found a man like your daddy, you're going to realize the errors that you did not see in your daddy's ways that he hid from you and the man that you got that gives you the money, that gives you everything that you want, that makes your life look pretty. And that is why dads need balance with their daughters and their sons. And women need balance with their daughters and their sons because a lot of women raise their daughters to be bitches. Uh. Uh. Okay? You can't talk to a man a certain way treat a man a certain way and then walk into a room and expect him to bow at your feet. That's not how this shit works. Maybe your mom married your dad who didn't have any respect for himself and treat your dad a certain way and he just shuts the fuck up and does what she says. But that's not the man you're going to grow up and respect. And your mom is not raising you for the man you need to grow up and respect. So this is why I say it's not a man's problem and it's not a woman's problem. It's both. Yep. There has to be some balance in how you raise your daughters. There has to be some balance in how you raise your sons. And there's no, oh, let me just teach my daughter about her body parts and how to take care of her body parts. But my son doesn't have to hear this. No, he needs to hear this. Because when he grows up and he has his own bachelor pad or he grows up and he goes to a woman's house and her pussy smells like Shark Tank. <laughs> and he don't know he don't know why her pussy smells like Shark Tank because he don't know shit about how a woman is supposed to take care of herself on a hygiene level because his mom didn't teach him. His mom didn't think, oh, this was something her son needed to hear. And all his dad told him is like, nigga, just get this money. You're going to always have pussy. Uh-huh. No matter how bad it smells. And this is why I'm just like, damn, why didn't the Lord give me a son so I could balance him out? Because, I mean, I do like being in my house with my titties swinging. And that's something I probably want to be able to do with a son uh, at a certain point. But at the same time, I wanted to be able to be in a, a boy's life to give him the flip side of what a woman is. And the game on how to pick a good woman for himself when he becomes a man. And, I, and I'm one of those women where just because I don't have the best relationship with my children's father doesn't give me the right to step in the way of their relationship. So there would be no problem with his father having the relationship he needed to have with his son. But I guess the Lord was like, you know, just work your magic with these girls. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm doing. But at the same time, it's not just a man's issue and it's not just a woman's issue like we have to be real about are we creating monsters or are we creating humans that's going to be able to do for themselves mm. you is up there preaching right now you is up there preaching and we're we- definitely monsters unfortunately that's the problem uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, unfortunately, like, there's a mouthful and a lot of a lot of people really wouldn't understand where you were coming from, but you laid that out perfectly as to how uh, these children are coming out because we're not giving them an equal balance of uh, education when it comes to life in general. It's all one one side too much or one side the other, and then these kids coming out 
you know, acting strong headed and acting like they know things and they don't know shit. And then on <laughs> top of that, society is, you know, I'm about to come up with my favorite statement. Society wants to give a bunch of y'all participation trophies for accomplishing nothing at all, which for reasons I don't till this day still understand. Uh, perfect example, the niggas from Jersey City that only made it to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament had a whole fucking parade thrown for them for getting eliminated in the Elite Eight. I do not understand why the fuck you threw the niggas a parade. They did not win a but- Dungeon, that's the, same, that's the same reason why I don't understand why black folks so excited about uh, Homegirl and Supreme Court. That's one black woman that a lot of black people are going to put guilt on to fix everything and she's not going to be able to. You saw how fucking racist and white folks was in that room? Yep. Just, so just so I don't, I don't know. Listen, I don't know if it's me that's fucked up where I don't have hope that that her being in that position is going to put a dent in anything, but I don't have hope in, in America's politics. And just because someone who has dark skin like me is sitting in a seat and there's a whole bunch of racist motherfuckers around her, I don't feel like that's worth a celebration, but okay. No, but see, that's that's the problem with what we've come. This is something we have to also learn, is we accept mediocrity and, and underdevelopment. See, Yes, the whole thing is like, oh, we have to celebrate it because she's the first black woman to get there. She might also be the last. Listen! That, that's the problem is, you thought, okay, you thought um that Barack Obama was changing the face of or what Boom. politics look like for the president? We write Boom. back the same thing and we've gotten worse. After Boom. Barack Obama, who was in office? A, re- a mentally disabled clown was in office for four years running this country. And y'all, like, y'all really, like, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm not saying we can't, it's almost like I'm, I'm, a society's like, just be happy with what we give you. Yeah. It's not like, wait, this should be the norm, because that's what everybody's trying to imply. It's like, look what, this, look what started. It's like, no, not really. If you think about it, one Joe Biden said that shit from the jump. He was like, if I get to be able to put somebody on the Supreme Court, while I'm in office, it'll be a black woman. This wasn't a surprise. What happened, he just kept his word. That's all. Which means that this had to fall in the perfect uh, place and timing because if old boy didn't retire strategically like he did, who she's only replacing a Democrat, God forbid he re- waited until the next Republican get in office because that's about to happen too. And then, then he decided to um, go out and retire. You think um, this, the black lady would be there now? Hell no. They wouldn't even consider. They'd be like, "Nah, we good on that." Bring another drunk white boy in here that parties too much and fill it up with another Republican. Yes, that's it. Like this, it's about timing and luck most of the time. Like this is not about progression, and that's where the country tries to make you let it. Oh, this is progression. I'm like, more timing and lucky. You need continue to need the black vote, but we also do not need to just accept. You know, oh, just be happy with what you got. Be happy. This is it. Because that can also be the last of what you're getting. I feel, like, I feel like I feel like anytime and Beller knows how I feel about this. Anytime oh my gosh, let's get excited. It's the first black out of all of these decades of white people being disgustingly racist in their laws and contradictions. It's embarrassing. Yeah. 
We are in 2022. Why the fuck is it the first black? <laughs> Wait, hold on. We're 2022, and we just outlawed lynching last week. Think about that. Disgusting! <laughs> we just outlawed lynching last week. Come on, man. We got... We, we... <laughs> But you know what? This is not the show for that. Yeah, but you know what? That, that could be its own show. But yes, levels levels of like scroll paths when it when it comes to that bullshit. Mm-hmm. The, this the the way that they all came together and they said, oh, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're going to pay this bitch a compliment, and then we're going to say nay. We vote against it every yep. time, and everybody was like, fucking gang affiliated with that shit. In yep. that room, and you think this one lady's face and her skin color is going to make a difference? Mm-hmm. Oh. I, listen, I'm just happy she's in there. At least that's all I can say. <laughs> she's in there, so. And I know they're gonna put her through the most gaslighting ass. Oh shit. yeah, yeah. We're going to see this lady's locks turn to gray. Yeah, just like and, we saw Obama's hair turn to salt and pepper. Yep. They take they take out black and they age that shit by ten. Yes. But it is a forever job, so she got forty more forty uh, forty forty more years. She can just do whatever she wants and make probably a million dollars a year. How much she may get paid? But hmm. <laughs> like she, she enjoy. Shout out to my boy TBS in the room. I see you playing. Then I see him. I'm gonna play these messages and I'm gonna get back into uh, this unlearning list I got. Uh-huh. Say well to go back to the original question. I think you should unlearn everything and just start all over. Clean your whole plate, wipe that shit off, and then everything that was working for you just is easy for you to bring that back. Then anything that was challenging, work on it and see if it's if it's worth working on. If you know if it's, it's a positive thing, then work at it. Re, do your research. Talk to other people that have been through that situation uh, or those type of events. But if not, then you know what to leave off your plate. So it's not it's not necessarily like unlearning it. You can't unlearn some shit. Yo, just delete that shit. It's almost like a virus. Get rid of that, my boy. Mm-hmm. Come on, Triple OG. You got to hear me what I'm saying. You already know. If you're a Triple OG, I know you know where to get rid of a gun. I know you know where to dump that gun at. Mm-hmm. You got to get rid of it. You're not about to unlearn how to shoot. You're going to get rid of it. She ain't know how to get rid of a gun. <laughs> I'm not gonna speak on these matters tonight. Point blank, though, real talk, we need each other. I'm talking about we need each other. I think you. This goes for everybody, though. Even for people that has figured it out somehow, you still got to talk. You still got to exercise that brain. You still got to sharpen it. That's why I'll talk to Shannon. I'll talk to Greg. I'll talk to Drake. I'll talk to Lee. I'll talk to Gigi. Different point of views, different vibes, different personalities. You know what I mean? So we got to keep learning shit. We got to keep, uh, you know, upgrading. Of course. That's a fact. Okay, we can't think we know everything. Don't. Shout out to both of y'all channel. What's going on, OG? What up, though? Um, yeah, my bad. Uh, don't have... Uh, I'm, 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 the imagery is important. Um, she's a puppet. The imagery is important, though. So, hopefully, um, we'll get progress of it. Well, we uh, it, it won't be us that gets the progress. It'll be the alphabet community. Uh, pay attention for that. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, but yeah. No, imagery is important. She's gonna inspire another young black woman to do something great. 
hopefully, and hopefully she won't be able to take. So, but we'll see. Shout out to Builder. What up yeah. though? What up though? Yeah, I totally agree. I agree. I agree. When I, when I tell you when it comes to the alphabet folk, how they move through this shit. Oh, you man. saw that they getting nine hundred dollars a month paid out in California. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the new the new process. Uh, and yo, there's a whole like man, go on for this your business. All you gotta do, get on your computer or your phone, type in lulu.com, l u l u dot com, in the search bar, put in the t h e e podcast journal. <laughs> Terrified, yeah. They this is quote unquote the smartest and quotation marks money years, the gener the one of the smartest generations because they catch on to technology quick. You know what I mean? That doesn't cover everything. I'm still gonna roll with street smarts before yo, and then after before I even go the technology route, it's gonna go from street smarts to book smarts and then technology. That's all it is. They were brought up in the the prime years of the internet era. So they can figure all this shit out. The new technology, that's the one thing that, that we'll always lack in is technology because they keep advancing every day. But they catch on quick. But when it comes to street smart, man, them niggas is... <laughs> I feel sorry for them niggas. Because they don't need us. No, they have a whole set of rules they live by at this point. So, you know, which is no morals. So, yeah. Yeah, you got to watch Disney. If anything, you gotta watch. Definitely watch. Watch out for Disney. Watch out. Whatever your kids are watching on TV and on the tablet. Period. You gotta monitor. You gotta. You gotta monitor. You know what I mean? If anything, I, we just finished talking about. We gotta unlearn and clean your clean your plate and shit like that. Make sure after you clean them plates, make sure you add some healthy stuff back on those plates. And that's yeah. including, you know, limiting a lot of shit that they intake because they they like a damn sponge. If anything, save save the generation that's coming up, please. Because <laughs> the niggas <laughs> that's in control right now are, are the ones that's running this generation. They fucking up. Yeah, I I actually I gotta say this about the alphabet team real quick. Hey, you know I work at DEI, so I'm fair minded during a professional day. I the argument of this, we are being killed because of who we are, and what we're doing with ourselves. Um. Has we got to put this in perspective because I need y'all to understand that these murders that you keep happening that we hear about on the news and all that happening to trans people and stuff like that, nobody ever takes into account what type of area these motherfuckers live in. Most of the time, they live in shitty, underprivileged areas like the South Bronx. Certain areas of the, you know, mm-hmm. Brooklyn and all that stuff, dirty ass North New Jersey, and they're being killed. But are trans people the only ones being killed in those areas? No, hell fucking no. So it is not because you are a trans person that you were killed or murdered or slaughtered in that area. It is because you live in the hood and you happen to be uh, another statistic of what goes on out there. Now, are we gonna COVID it and be like? But because they were trans, we're going to say they were murdered because they were trans. Or are you just another statistic of shit going on in the hood? Because we also know how a lot of people who live in the hood feel about that lifestyle. 
Yeah. And we also know that they tend to DL fuck around with people who feel a certain way. Like, there's a lot of shit that we're not bringing up that goes into what's really happening to them doing a lot of prostitution. And like, it's everybody wants to come from the perspective of they acting like they just be walking down the street in a rich area. Nice, or they on the college campus and somebody just beats their ass. I'm thinking. Dungeon with that shit. This is why we have to know our laws and 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 state and federal shit because it's for the same reasons why quote unquote black people are found randomly hanging from trees and buildings mm-hmm. and, and they don't want to label it um, a lynching. They say it's oh suicidal. Yeah, because if they say it's suicidal. Oh, local police can handle that shit. If they say it's a fucking lynching, they gotta bring in the feds, and yeah. and that's why they w- were fighting so hard to be like hanging a motherfucker in 2022 is not considered a hate crime because now they really gotta do work when this yeah. shit keep happening. It's not something. Oh, Friday you gonna meet us in the woods? You gonna hang us? They can't do that shit no more because then now you really about to cause attention over here because now it's not something local officers can be like, oh, it was suicidal. Yeah, they bought their own route. Yeah, they bought this and they just decided to take themselves out of here. What the fuck? We don't do that, Mississippi. Y'all better watch out. They're coming for y'all. Listen, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> it's so important for us to know this shit because that's how they get shit done. Mm-hmm. Look how fast Asian people got that shit done as a hate crime. Yep. And we still over here trying to be like, can you please recognize this? Yeah, we know we put this form in, you know, a decade ago, but can you please move this up on the list? This right. ain't section eight. We ain't on the list of section eight. There mm-hmm. are people out here. Doing the same shit that great, 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 great granddaddies did to brown skinned people because they bored. Yep. I mean, you, that Ahmaud Arbery shit, that's old school slavery shit. Hey, boy, why are you running in my neighborhood? I'm going to shoot you with this shotgun. The this FedEx, is, the the FedEx, FedEx driver. Was it the FedEx driver? The yeah, UPS like just a couple months kids? ago. He just delivered packages because he didn't have his uniform on, but he's in a FedEx truck. These kids are dad and son. I'm like, y'all know, we know you saw that trial on the news. And it shows <laughs> that they don't give a fuck. Right. Like, I don't give a damn if those, those white men went to jail. I'll get away with it. I'll shoot a nigga if I see him in my neighborhood. I was like, listen. <laughs> you saw how fast they appealed that shit? And it was like, nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Immediately. They were like, all right, all right never mind. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of shit with this unlearning shit, but I do agree with what Baylor said. Sometimes you do have to wipe it clean, especially if you just grew up in a way where it's kind of like, what the fuck? Um, When it comes to like compromising, I think like society society be like, oh, you just have to compromise and everything will be okay, or just pray on it. Compromising isn't gonna make you happy all the time, and I don't feel like that's talked about. You can compromise and you're not going to be happy about the fact that you're compromising with who you're with. Yep. But the point about compromising is to 
make shit balanced to avoid attitudes or arguments. Uh-huh. It's not let's compromise so we both can be happy. Uh-huh. It's gonna be sometimes both of y'all gonna be miserable compromising, but y'all compromising to avoid some other bullshit, or one of y'all about to be miserable and y'all about to save face. Yeah. Just compromise so I can say I did and you shut up, even though nothing yes. happened on your end. You know, like even even watching your mom nag your dad or your dad not being independent when he knew the relationship was over. Um and he didn't set himself up in life enough to be like, let me just get my own place and still stick around in my child's life. Mm-hmm. No, nobody taught him the basics so he can get his own place. So he basically faked the funk for probably 15 years with your mom's bullshit, being miserable and having outside relationships just so you can have the illusion of a mom and dad in the household. Uh-huh. That's why a lot of kids when they when they go to college, them parents split so quick. That ain't no overnight shit. That's some years in the making shit. That's some oh now we don't have to act for nobody. Your kid ain't here. You know they only gonna visit on the holidays, so we could come together on those days. But after that fucking holiday is gone and they on the plane back to where they going to school at, I'm out. And a lot of times, if you don't prepare your child for the reality of how relationships sometimes may fall apart or don't go in the direction that two people thought, when that child is like in their 20s and they realize, oh my God, my parents are getting a divorce, them motherfuckers be stuck. And they be stuck in a position where they can't be stuck, where they have a house. They have their own family. They have a career. And you can't not go to work because your heart is broken because your parents got a divorce. Bitch, grow the fuck up. And that's <laughs> why when it comes to, like, my kids, yeah, they they going, you know, five and eight right now. I, I had to have a conversation in the car where it was probably ruined some kids' dreams. Anya was like, Mom, what happens to dogs that are outside and they just in the street and they lost and those people with the trucks pick them up. I said, oh, those people with the trucks pick them up. They take them to the pound. They wait for people to come through for like a week or so to choose that uh, dog or cat to adopt them. And if they don't get adopted, they get injected with something that kills the animal okay. and they they burn them. She was, like, was like, oh my God, that's so sad. But that's the fucking reality of what's going to happen if we get a dog and you let that motherfucker go loose yep, <laughs> and, and these people pick them up and so the realization is most parents would have never had that conversation nah and also dogs weren't back in the day Listen, like, dog I got now there's no way this nigga gonna get lost cause I'm not letting you let a child have him I'm not gonna let her get lost she costs right. too much sit your ass down and stay on this leash and stay with the big angry black man who will kill somebody else if they try to attack you. You cost too much money. You're not even paid off yet. Listen! <laughs> we, I, I, just, I just came from the grocery store and Anya was like, can we, can, we, can we get this? And I was like, no. It's too expensive. And you ain't even getting a lot for that money. She was like, I don't even understand 
why are you worried about what the cost is? And I turned around and I looked at her and this lady was around. <laughs> I said, I said, are you are you giving me money to grocery shop? And she was like, no, but I can. I said, how much money can you give me to grocery shop right now? She was like, I don't have any right now. But I said, exactly. I said, until you give me money to grocery shop, you don't tell me why I'm concerned about the price. And that's the conversation that parents need to have with their kids because they get out of pocket Mm -hmm. with other people when you don't check them. And the lady that was around, she was on the phone and she got off the phone and she looked at me and she winked. I said, girl, don't worry. I got them in check. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and that's the funny thing is like in schools, this is this is I I ain't gonna go down about the whole don't say gay thing, but it's yeah. funny how that's such a priority over teaching these kids financial literacy and understanding like how to grow up, like things that yeah. you're actually gonna need uh, when you get older, not not theorems and hypotheses and all that yeah. shit that you learn in science and math class. Yes, you are going to need math in certain aspects of life. But I'm talking yeah. about like the fact that they won't even teach you how to balance a checkbook or anything. And you, you in high school, like you get out, you be like, oh, I got a credit card with $400 on it. I need to spend all $400 today on some Jordans. And then right. I'll just close that shit. I ain't going to pay it back. Like you don't want to teach the financial literacy, but you want them to be concerned with who they're going to be fucking at the age of five. Listen, make it make sense. Okay. They not old enough. They not old enough to buy alcohol, but they old enough to choose if they want to inject themselves with a vaccine in school without their parents' permission. Mm-hmm. Can't buy alcohol, but you need to decide whether this vagina or penis needs to be needs to remain on your body. Listen. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I my, see what's going on here. <laughs> one of my best friends was like, "Oh my gosh." And guess what I found out today? I said, what? She was like, I found out that my niece is a pansexual. I said, how? And she was like, we we were just talking and she was like, um, somebody had brought up the name in in the fourth grade with her. Oh, Lord. And she didn't understand what it was. And then, you know, she was like, every once in a while, you know, she had a friend she really liked and she was a girl and they would practice kiss and then she was like she was like now that i'm in high school yeah i like i like both i like girls and boys and my thing is like parents go parents doing things in front of their kids and trying to create new norms and this is why i'm just like you can't sit around here in 2022 and be like oh we don't need to have that conversation. I'm going to wait till they're 15 to have this conversation. These uh-uh. kids know what the fuck is up now. Yep. Because if you ain't telling them somebody else's parents are, or somebody else's parents injecting them with a vaccine, or somebody else's parent is deciding whether or not they need to get gender surgery for you. So you got to have all these conversations ASAP. And that's some shit that I'm unlearning. I'm unlearning that the fact that I came from a family who valued secrets over telling the fucking truth and I say shit out in the open just uh-huh. like both of the girls was in here um, and at the table eating and Ari was like Anya did you put your mouth on my cup and Anya was like no and they was having an argument and I'm working I'm just like yo both of y'all came out my my vagina <laughs> and, and, and two days at the park when I had my lemonade 
and y'all was thirsty, y'all drank out my lemonade. Mm-hmm. And both put your mouth on it. So shut up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the yep. reality. Like, y'all not about to have arguments over petty shit. Mm-hmm. It's a cup, it's water. And when you teach your kids not to have arguments over petty shit, they don't lose their lives at school with somebody that's in their feelings and want to come and shoot it up the next day. They don't lose their lives at a party um, by being out of pocket and complaining about some bullshit with somebody that feels like you made me mad enough to where now I got to stab you. Yep, exactly. You learn to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I came up in the generation I did because being a child now, ugh, <laughs> your, knee, your knees is virgin. You got virgin knees. Yeah. Where your scars at? Where your childhood at? Mm-hmm. All, all on the internet. Couldn't do it. Let me tell you, these girls be sitting wrong watching TV and get up and their leg be asleep and their foot be asleep and they feel like it's an emergency. If you don't get your ass up, <laughs> that happens. That happens sometimes. And I also had to unlearn over time that apologizing is not a word. It's changed behavior. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. to the point where I don't even like people apologizing to me. Uh-huh. If you apologize to me, I feel like you're disrespecting me because you're not changing anything you're doing. Yeah. You're basically trying to pacify me so I can change my mood really fast so you can feel better. Lip service. Yeah, don't apologize to me. Just don't do this dumb shit again or don't cross the line again or don't disrespect me or don't don't even make me have to come to you. I don't want to have the same thing. Like, I don't want to have to come in this room and tell you something I already said. I don't want to have to, as a man, if we are in a relationship, repeat myself off of something that's going to benefit both of us. Uh-huh. If I said, don't spend nothing out of this account because this has to be done by this time, I don't want to come back in this account and you tell me, oh, man, but, you know, the new dunks came out. I will beat your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have some discipline about you to where you value the person that's creating a boundary that doesn't want to be talked to a certain way or doesn't want shit done a certain way and y'all value the goal of where you're trying to get to enough so I don't have to repeat myself. Uh-huh. facts. When it comes to like having problems or conflicts, you got to ask yourself, does it really require disrespect, yelling, hitting, gaslighting? gaslighting people, breaking property, embarrassing yourself, blaming each other, or running away from the problem? Has that been helping you the last five years? Has telling people, this is just how I am, helping the situation? Oh, I hate that statement. Listen, you gotta <laughs> unlearn that shit. Just deal with it. <laughs> like, nah, nigga. I don't have to. Like, it, 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 and, and, and that's where people's value come in. Can this person buy your emotions? Can this person buy uh, their way out of disrespect? Nope. Oh. Is that how cheap 
your value is? <laughs> if 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 I love you, right? And I care about your well-being as a person. We both want a solution, correct? So we both should want understanding, truth, and change out of whatever the issue is. So there is no reason for me to yell at you for us to get to a solution. There is no reason for me to uh, disrespect you or hurt you physically to get a solution. The only reason why I would do those things is because I don't value you. I don't give a fuck about your respect. I don't give a fuck if you stay or you or you don't stay. But I'm manipulating you enough to feel like this is what love is. And this is how people show their affection to stay in a relationship. Because you're supposed to enjoy the good times. And you're supposed to enjoy the bad times. And sometimes... Because your mom had a black eye some days and your dad, uh, you know, had ways of dealing with his anger in a way where it became a normal. You think that this shit is a normal and you going to do it to me? And see, this is why what your parents put up with or whoever raised you, what they put up with as far as how people act and conduct themselves in relationships, you got to find your own standard. You got to be able to maneuver through anything that doesn't bring you peace. And you're going to be better off for it. Your family, your kids are going to be better off for it. Uh, You're going to be more respected if you choose you over the BS. But let's continue. No, no, no. Like, you have to unlearn some shit. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of times, even me now, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't digest richness like a lot of people. So rich to me is like, your parents are still married and together. And y'all have a family house. Uh-huh. Rich to me is you come into town and instead of you have to get a hotel, you can go to your sister's house where she's married and she has kids and there's a guest room. Yeah. Rich to me is when the holidays come around, there's no question if you go into your parents' house and your parents are together. And your brothers come over, your sisters come over, their nieces come over. Uh-huh. Everybody pitched in with the food. Um, there's there's like games, there's movies. People are all over the house, and there's a good vibe there. Uh-huh. And I, I be looking at my friends' parents like fuck. I saw this shit on TV. I didn't know it was it could happen in real life. That's rich to me. Yeah, some some people didn't didn't get to grow up with that like. I grew up with that on both sides of my family. Like, I was fortunate enough where both sides of my family, my parents are still married to this day. But, like, yes. we had those, either we could host or we had getaways. Whereas, yes. like, we go to your uncle's house or we're going to, we going to fly to Florida and stay with my, my, my uncle down there. He got this big-ass crib pool. He's, he's hosting for Christmas. So, on Christmas break, we go down there. Like, and it, like, people act like that, like you said, that vibe, that shit feel good. When you together. Listen. 
Y'all playing the video games, you watching movies, y'all listening to music, you playing cards, y'all drinking, smoking, all that. Like that's just that's a good good feeling. That's real rich. That's yeah. real wealth. And yeah. a lot of times where people get that fucked up is even if your child grows up in that and you give your child that and they come from a stable, you know, both parents in the household, they didn't need for nothing. They wasn't starving. The lights was on. They had multiple cars. Finances was in order. Sometimes you still give birth to a hoe. Sometimes you still give birth to a full throttle demon seed that's just like, let me see what else fucked up I could do this weekend. Let me see what else trouble I could get into this weekend. And they stress their parents out. And from an outsider looking in, you be looking like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And it's because you raised a child that never understood or appreciated the fucking balance you and your wife created because if i raise my kids to where they have only known living in houses and they don't know what it's like to live in a crammed apartment they don't know what it's like uh to be in a uh apartment building where it's controlled by one fucking thermometer (laughs) or they don't know they don't know what it's like to not be able to get into our truck and drive wherever the fuck we want to go. They don't know what it's like to get on the bus, to get to the train, to get to the store, to take all of the shit onto the bus, onto the train, to do this. They're going to live in a in a mindset where shit should be given to them. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm entitled to have it this way. What do you mean I have to pick up my own bags and carry them for the next two hours to get home? And that is why I'm just like, even though my kids live in the South, when they get to a point where they have enough street smart and know how to keep their head on the swivel, oh, we going to New York. We going on them trains. We walking blocks. Your feet going to be tired because you're not used to walking so much. And you going to understand how to appreciate the fact that you got a comfortable fucking home. Yeah, make sure you get them some uh, jujitsu lessons before you bring them up here now. Listen! They slash your faces left and right up here. <laughs> and they don't give a damn but hey, they shooting kids. Kids shoot kids up here. Like, shit getting wild up here. It's actually, that's why, you know, that. that's why everybody's coming down where you're at. Like I know, but, it, but, but that's why it's kind of like, you'll, my kids will never appreciate the good that I give them if they're always around me in the good. Yeah. Uh, you have to have the bad with the good. You got to have the old fucked up relationships you had to understand why your marriage now has value. You have to have that old hoopty to understand how the fuck you made it to this Benz truck and you're comfortable now and you got options. Like it's very important for even though you have the means to create a life where your child does not have to struggle you need to put them in a little bit of a danger. Fuck that. Say it. You know what I mean? This is what your life could be. Your life could be the only way you get to and from school is with this motherfucking SEPTA trans pass. And if you lose this piece of paper and it get wet, guess what? You got to pay for the bus again. I, I'll give you the, the perfect, what you're saying, the perfect example of this. What people don't realize is those lessons also create standards for you later on in life. And I think yes. that's where a lot of people missed out 
when it comes to like dating and now when we are always talking about having standards and shit, like they didn't get these experiences, so they either they don't appreciate the other side. They don't appreciate one side or the other. They're either too deep into one side, too deep into that broke struggle life, but that's all they should appreciate and that's all they should deal with. Or the other end where it's like, nah, I'm only here with these niggas being up and in shit. It gives you, I had the, the, I told you what my situation was, but don't think that my dad ain't send me to East Orange, New Jersey to spend the night with his uh, former ex-felon fucking brother who had (laughs) lived in the projects and had us outside till midnight. Me and my young ass cousin. Now, this was during a different time. You could not do this now. But <laughs> me and my, we was only like 10, 11 years old outside on the block in the hood. But the only difference then, we was up there scrapping with the other young niggas. But the only difference back then was the older niggas respected youth life. And was like, yeah. yo, let the young niggas scrap, but don't let nothing happen to them. And then we're going to make sure they go back in that house at some point. That was the difference back then with that experience. You can't do that now. So I get it. I'm not like encouraging anybody to leave your kids in the middle of the hood for the night. Like, no, don't do that. But right. I'm just, like, that also gave me a standard where I was like, later on in life, like, I'll never live in a place like this. I refuse I will make enough money where I do not have to tolerate this. I'm not going to have my kids outside in the middle of the night playing on the block, fucking 11 years. Even at 11, I understood this is something ain't right about this. I should be inside playing video games and eating pizza, not fucking on the corner with drug dealers who, like I said, thank God respected the, the lives of youth back then and just and made sure we was all good. But we was outside fighting like we was gang members with other little kids from the projects. Cause like that's, that's what why like that's why when I'm in my house working and I wanna go make me a cup of coffee and I could look in my backyard that's fucking fenced in with the trampoline and the girls just out there being kids, I'm just like I ain't never had no shit like this. <laughs> like I had a house, but you played in the house. Yeah. Uh there was no backyard. There was a a a makeshift garage and a long alley between other people's houses. Mm. And the sidewalk. And if you go to the front of the house, it was a fucking stoop and five steps and the fucking street. And then you see the the Chinese restaurant adjacent from the house. That was where you made your fucking kid imagination and that was it. You know Uh, what I'm saying? We only went to the park if we were having family reunions or a fucking cookout. mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me to be able to give my kids that, my mind is still not far removed from the fact that you need to be in the essence of knowing other kids don't get this shit. You need to, like, even when my my oldest goes to my brother's shop, if I gotta go to the office, and she was and I pack her so much fucking food and snacks, and I come to pick her up at the end of the day, and she gets in the truck, she's like, "Mom, I'm so glad you picked me up. I was starving." <laughs> I feel like sis, you don't know what it's like to starve. Uh, you ain't never had a air sandwich or a. Sis. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to be in a Jamaican household with a grandparent that only feeds you one time a day? <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> and your snack is water crackers and water? And, and an abundance of Bible reading time. <laughs> Listen! Over and over again. I said, you, I said, you don't know nothing about starving. 
You don't know nothing. Okay? <laughs> but that's why, like, we need balance. And you need balance to get to a point where you're just like, damn, I didn't have to live like that? Or my mom didn't have to act like that? Or this whole time I was growing up and I thought it was my dad's fault and she played a part? Or, you know, my dad my dad didn't know everything or my mom didn't know everything. They was just doing the best that they could with what they were taught. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they were fucking up because that's how their parents fucked up and that's all they knew. Yep. Because the reality is that that time frame of people, they are stubborn as fuck. Yes. Certainly. And even if, even if you go to your mom's house or you go see your, your dad or whatever, or I go visit my mom and I tell her, you can't do this. This is how you do this. This is how they do it now. This is your only option. They still want to sit there and argue with you about the fact that you used to be, I used to be able to do, well, let's not waste our energy talking about what we used to do. Uh, These are your options, okay? Let me show you how to create a password. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's, they're stubborn as hell. And and what people don't tell you is when you get into your 30s and you got parents that still living, you be, they become your children. Oh, yeah. I already know that. That's what mine do. My mom still arguing to me to death about going to the post office to mail all her bills off. And I'm like, for what? You know, Listen. you have an iPad that you use, but you only use it for church. You can use it for things. <laughs> you know but I mean? at the same time, even with that, we have to appreciate people who don't even have parents left to to have gripes about yeah. or 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 like oh my gosh my mom called me today and she wanted me to do x y and z a lot of people wish their parents would it call happens. them oh, yeah. and they had something to do for them mm-hmm. um so like even now like with relationships you might have with someone um romantic or or y'all married the the way that they had a relationship or have a relationship with their parents is a direct reflection with how they have a relationship with you because they might be inconsiderate because their parent never pointed out the way that they were inconsiderate. Uh So now you just end up being the default person to be like, you know what? You're very selfish in how you think about things. You know, um, yes, I do have to cook and you know, I have to cook and you came in the house and you brought food for you to eat in the house when everybody don't have nothing to eat. When you could have ate that wherever the fuck you got that shit. Uh-huh. But that's the reality of unlearning some shit only if people were honest with you enough to tell you about your shit. And a lot of people today, they kiss ass and they not honest about the way that you fucking up. I.E. Will Smith. Will Smith needs a lot of real friends but the reality is Jada probably ran his real friends off and now he under pressure dealing with a whole gremlin in his house making him look like a fucking monster yeah he's Will Smith boy (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying my thing is like if we don't respect each other and we not for the common goal and we out here looking like fucking fools Maybe we we shouldn't be together. Yeah, like it's very simple. Sex is more than put it in here and nut. Now I'm done. You can't say that I didn't fuck you. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, the fuck I can because that's not that's not the level of sex I feel like at this point in our relationship I should be receiving. And I've told you that five to ten times and it's at a point now because I've told you that and I've tried other ways of showing you how I would like to be fucked and you're not doing it. I'm going to take it as you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people be like, you know, you not having good sex is not a reason to not be in a relationship. I mean, after the kids and after you don't want to make more kids and y'all paying bills together, y'all paying off uh, your kids' college shit together and y'all got everything wrapped up together. You think you you telling me I can't fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're saying it's just not a reason to break up a good financial situation. <laughs> Which is also fucked up because you're basically telling me stick in your marriage, but just go fuck something on the side and be discreet. Yeah. Exactly. Like I I only value honest relationships. As you should. And and I'm the type of person to be like, I don't like how you fuck me. We can have this conversation over dinner. I don't like how you fuck me. Can you pass me the butter? (laughs) But then also with somebody that has like that type of personality, you you wouldn't be in cahoots with somebody that do if that were the situation. Like you're not gonna get you honestly, if you honestly curated that relationship correctly, Dungeon, you're completely correct. I wouldn't be in cahoots with somebody who, who couldn't take heed to, okay, she doesn't like this. Well, what do you like, bitch? Yeah. I like this shit right here. All right, I'm with the shits. I'm only going to be with the man who's with the shits. Yeah, exactly. So, as, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Other people would because they're not going to speak their truth or, or express themselves. They're not going to communicate because a lot of people struggle to do that nowadays. So, And this is why you shouldn't have your relationship out in the open for people to comment on or tell you what you should or shouldn't do. Or, you know what? They got a good job. They come from a good family. They can give you this. Y'all have beautiful kids. What What do you mean the relationship's not working? The relationship's not working because me and this person do not work well together. I don't give a fuck about how their family looks. I don't give a fuck about how they look on paper and how great it should be for the next person. We do not work well together. Am I saying that this person is a horrible person in life and should be shunned and thrown into a dark pit? No. I'm just saying that and I don't work. Yeah, that's it. That's not a bad thing. It's just like we don't work together. That's it. Like you'd be great with somebody else. <laughs> and the reality is, your parents were wrong a lot of times, and they did their best. And we really don't fix from the fucked up shit that our parents tried to drill team in us until mm-hmm. our late thirties our early 40s and then we want to change and we possibly want to change with different people because the person that we want to change with is on some stuck shit Uh so to wrap this shit up because (laughs) there's a lot of shit people need to unlearn is we just need to throw away all the productive knowledge right Uh Uh, if you want change that's the only way you're going to get it. 
by starting with wanting it. And we got to learn to be uncomfortable with ourselves and fix ourselves in a healthy way. Not, oh my God, I hate that memory I had to let me drink myself to death. And now once I get to a point where I want better and I find somebody that wants to be better with me, my liver ain't shit or my kidneys ain't shit. And now I got to watch this person that cares about me, watch me fade away while they become a widow or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? And so we, we have to find healthy ways of dealing with the shit that we may not like. And I think we have to stop being fake mad for attention, which comes in with that shit Bailey was talking about with social media. This is social media based, but if I'm mad at somebody, I'm not going to tell the world that I'm mad at somebody on Facebook first or on Twitter first or on G first or TikTok first before I talk to this person. Exactly. And so we all have this attitude to a certain point of closing ourselves off and closing our feelings off and acting like we're heartless out here. And then we get home and we sit with our shit and we're just hoping and hoping that somebody gives a fuck enough to fight us to get to us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people dealing with so much other shit that if they ask you, are you okay? Do you need something? And you tell them I'm fine. That's going to be the last time that motherfucker asks you anything. Exactly. Nobody, you ain't a child. Like. <laughs> so, a lot of times, what we need to unlearn is us. We need to unlearn us and our shit so we can be better for the things and the people that we say we want. Facts. But I think I'm done yelling at y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you just preaching tonight. I, no, let you go. I, I let think you I'm done yelling at y'all. Sermon for us tonight. Let's go. I had to. I had to. <laughs> but you know what's you know what's happening. You know I gotta go cook. We gonna have a productive weekend. Baylor, uh, I appreciate you for sticking around the whole motherfucking episode and dropping gems on us because I am in agreement with the bullshit. Okay, um, I am in agreement that men and women got work to do, and the older I get, it's easier to bypass when I see bullshit with men and women, which keeps me very much at peace. Yeah. Right, Dudgeon. I wish you a good night. Um, my might my, my night might be full with pipe. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, we shall. Right now, uh, I need to go cook. And so I'm done. I'm done. This is a yeah. real relationship rapport. We talked about what the fuck we needed to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, this will be up on Monday. You can find the real relationship rapport merch on Who Is She and Shop, the Teespring. And uh, the books for podcasting is still on lulu.com. You can find anything with me on shambipodden.com. You can find Dungeon on IG at OG underscore Dungeon. We will be back on the 22nd with another show. All right. Dungeon's pick. And uh, stay Gucci. Yep. We going to play the last two messages? Yes. (laughs) Somebody going to hate me for this shit, but I looked at the numbers of them that, that get killed. It's 44.
pregnant pause. I'm gonna say it again. It's 44 for the year. This pregnant pause. That's a slow weekend in Chicago. If y'all don't fuck on with this bullshit, you know what? This is I, I, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> it's forty four. Wow. Uh, there's, 30 days, there's thirty one days in most months, and I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying there's a measurement on life. But no, but we we know what the argument was that. Everybody in this room, we know what the argument was. Listen, okay, that's a whole nother show about how they put every other problem above black people just being de- treated decent. But but the thing is, I want to have them. That's the panel discussion because I want to have a couple of them in here to, to give their perspective on it because when you go on their joints, it's only their perspective. And then it's like <laughs> one who's like getting beat up in a corner. I'm like, no, nah, don't do it that way. Make it equal. Put, you know, Three hetero people in here, and then have three people from your community in here. You know what I mean? Like, let's go at it. Don't don't sit there and be five people from the LGBTQIA plus, and then one heterosexual person. Who, we who are too sure about what they're arguing about. They just and have the quiet. fact is <laughs> the fact is we can all learn something about each other, and it it shouldn't be no separation of focus is the problem. That's the fucking problem. If uh-huh. you're you. We all should be treated decent. You shouldn't have to have any uh, policy in place for these people and policy in place for these people. You know you can't do this to these people. What? Yeah, no. These are, everybody's a human being, no matter what you uh, <laughs> what you um, identify as. Right. It's no. disgusting. OG on his gospel tonight. I see you, OG. I see you in your gospel tonight. Where's the collection plate? Cause I y'all take EBT. <laughs> Listen, I wish I could take EBT. Okay. Oh, because the way that I went to the fucking grocery store tonight and spent one hundred twenty six dollars, and I only got one one uh, meal creation. Came out with one one and a half bags, and that's it. Listen, <laughs> the option for dinner tonight is spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> So, I did, I did, I did two hundred the other day, and I still am missing mad shit. I do not understand. I went over to the salmon, and the shit said twenty six dollars for a slab of salmon. I said, "Fuck me!" Inflation, (laughs) inflating everything. I said, by the time I cut this shit in four, it's just for tonight. Yep, that's it. Got to feed the kids and myself, and that's a wrap. Shit. Have a great night. Yep. Y'all be good. We'll catch y'all on the flip side. Yes. Peace out.